Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa, your host, and also the owner of the Blog Cabin. Today I am joined by Sheila Duncan. She's one of the co-creators of Trouble the Dog. Trouble the Dog was actually created by her, I think at the time her niece was 12 years old, and it was, she had heard about a telephone, about kids with cancer, and she says, you know, I'm going to create a dog. And so she drew out this dog, was very specific about the colors and everything else, and it has just taken off. Sheila has actually did not have a writing occupation or anything like that. And she's, uh, you'll find out in the interview that actually she's 70 years old, has never had any kids, but she's been able to have kids in her life through Trouble the Dog. It's an amazing story. It's just a, a great feel-good story. Honestly, when she was talking, all I could think about was, um, because she's from Massachusetts and you can hear the R's in her voice, um, was thinking about the perfect people to play the characters that she's talking about would be the Wahlbergs. Anybody that knows me knows that I, I'm a big New Kids on the fa- Block fan. It would be my dream to have one of them come on um, this podcast. But I could see Mark Wahlberg playing Trouble. Honestly, I could see him or Donnie Wahlberg. So I digress, went into a little tangent there. But I am so happy that you guys are here listening to my interview with Sheila. Um, like I said, she's 70, 70 years old. She's just an amazing woman, such a light. And I love how she talks about the kids that's Troubles is touching their heart and their soul. And I actually am an owner, a proud owner of Trouble the Dog. Um, she sent me one and it kind of was kind of weird because I have, haven't been feeling quite the best and, you know, not really been motivated to do stuff. And I got trouble and I sat in my office and created, I have something I'm working on right now that I'm going to be creating and I'm actually going to put out at the beginning of the year that you guys will get to know it a little bit about. So, you know what I need you to do right now? That's right. Start listening. Hi guys, welcome mm-hmm. to another edition of Chats from the Blog Cabin. Today mm-hmm. I am joined by Sheila Duncan. She is a the co-creator of Trouble the Dog. So Sheila, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Thank you, first of all, Melissa, for having me. Um, I, yes, am the co-creator of Trouble the Dog. Trouble came to be um, back in 2006 when my niece Kendra was 12 years old. And we had had a number of cancer losses in my family, her dad, her grandmother, and our family dog, who was a golden retriever named Irish. And she was at my house one night, and she was just doodling, you know, at the coffee table, and a telethon to benefit kids with cancer came on, and she looked up and she said, oh, I have to help those kids. And it was it was like one of those divinely inspired moments you hear about, because she just went, boom, and she drew a dog. Then she went on my computer and she decided his name was going to be Trouble and he was going to help kids. And from that day forward, that's exactly what's been happening. So, wow. So tell us a little about yourself first before we start talking about Trouble the Dog. Um, I am 70 years old. I live in a seaside, seaside town called Marblehead, a beautiful little town in Massachusetts. Um, I have no children, and I think part of the reason is exactly what I'm doing now. Um, 
I was in corporate uh, America. You know, I work for the travel business. Um, I worked with a friend of mine who does trade shows. And um, being an entrepreneur, I think, has always been my um, forte. My dad owned a restaurant. And so he was he was an inspiration as far as being an entrepreneur. And I did go to work for him. And he, unfortunately, my niece Kendra is named for him, actually. His name was Kenny Duncan. Mm. And he, unfortunately, was diagnosed with cancer very shortly after I went to work for him. So, uh, you know, I wound up running the restaurant. And, um, yeah, so I've had a very happy, interesting, varied life so far. I so feel a connection with you right now because first of all, you went in Massachusetts, even though I'm on the East coast, I'm in North Carolina. My family, my mom and dad are originally from a little town called Uxbridge, Massachusetts. Ah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and my dad and my sister both died of cancer. So there's like that two front yeah. two prong there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's a toughie, you know, and, and it's tough, especially when you're a child. So, yeah, um, yeah. Kendra, Kendra's very pure of heart and she, her thing was to have trouble help kids going through tough times. And that's really exactly what's been happening, whether, you know, it's a child that's, it doesn't have to be a child that's ill. It could be a child that's being bullied or a child that's homeless or a child that um, is anxious you know, a lot of anxiety going on in today's world, unfortunately. Um, so uh, we have a little boy who's been helping us who was adopted from foster care. And, um, you know, so troubles helping kids who are still in foster care as well. And we can talk about that, too. Yeah, let's talk about that story. Because you actually email me that story. Oh, well, this little boy um, had a tough start in life. And when he was uh, adopted, he was given a trouble dog. Trouble is in plush form. Um, he's a he's about well, he's right here. What am I talking about? So he's a plush puppy. Oh, uh, see, um, kind of hard for me to figure out where to bring him. But anyway, <laughs> so he's a gray, soft plush puppy. And this little boy's name is Darius, and he was given a trouble dog and one or two of our books. We've got three books now. And um, trouble was such a comfort to him and still is that he would sleep with trouble every single night, talk to trouble, tell trouble all his troubles. So he's nine, nine years old and he's with a wonderful, wonderful family. He has a fabulous mother and father. And he decided he wants trouble to be with kids that are still in foster care for when they go to another, yet another unknown home. Um, and he said, trouble will help them because trouble knows what it's like. And of course, Darius knows what it's like. So he's he has a campaign going on and has raised money to purchase now. Uh, I think it's he's at 185 trouble dogs and books. And to let you know about this child is on Sunday, I delivered 77 dogs and books to an event. For, it was a, a Santa drive-by for foster kids. So Darius was outside with an elf and with Santa Claus. 
a car would pull up, you know, with a foster family in the car and Santa or the elf would say, okay, Darius, we need two dogs or three dogs or whatever it happens to be. And he would go up, stand on his tiptoes and put trouble into the car. So the kids also got other gifts, you know, from Santa. So at the end of the day, and it was freezing, at the end of the day, someone said, gee, do you think Santa Claus will have a present for you, Darius? And without missing a beat, he said, oh, this is my gift, being able to give trouble to the kids. So, you know, it's, it's really all good. It's really all good. Wow. Did you think when she created trouble that it would be a phenomenon like it is right now that it would reach so many kids? You know, I knew when I saw that drawing the first time, I really knew it was something special. The look of trouble, you know, he his face is a series of circles and he sort of draws people in. Um, I knew it was special, but I didn't know it was going to be this special. You know, that from the beginning, kids, because of trouble, want to help other kids. And I think that's pretty remarkable. I, I think kids are, they're cooler than we are, you know. They really, they really are. They, that's so true. Now, I love, you already talked about your niece being the inspiration behind Trouble and creating it. How did you guys get it out to people and let people see Trouble? Well, uh, it started out, Kendra first drew a little comic strip to tell the story about a puppy who was abandoned. He was rescued by a nanny based on Kendra's grandmother. Um, then Trouble and Nani would pay it forward and rescue other pups with different problems, whether like one of them is um, anxious, one of them is little and has big ears and that kind of stuff, has a, a, a Spanish accent. And so we did a coloring book, which kids love. And then we did a little medallion, uh, like a pewter medallion that kids would tell me that they rubbed the medallion and it made them feel better. And I thought, wow. And then a neighbor of mine uh, said, you know, I know a toy guy I want you to meet. I said, okay. And he said to her, I don't want to have anything to do with a dog named Trouble. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, I was so close, you know. So I said, gee, can you just give me 10 minutes? So he agreed to give me 10 minutes. So I went down and I showed him the medallion and I showed him the coloring book, which was all I had. And I'll never forget it. He looked and he looked at me and he said, you know, I think you've got something here. And I thought, oh. So he said, you need a children's book and you need a plush character. And I thought, oh, well, how do you do that? How do you do that, you know? Yeah. So he was very kind and he connected me to his manufacturer in China who would not have talked to me if it wasn't for him because I was such small potatoes, you know, mm -hmm. and she was great. Um, so our first delivery of 1500 trouble dogs arrived December 1st, 2007. And I remember because you know how cold it gets up here in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. It was 90 degrees that night. I'll never forget it. So 
Um, we made another order and the woman I was dealing with uh, left to have a baby. And the man I started to deal with was not as um, easy to work with. So um, I decided that, you know, we should have trouble made in America. We, we did place another order. So that was 3000 dogs. And, um, you know, it's all been really organic word of mouth and that kind of stuff. And um, so I started to search to find a manufacturer to have trouble made in this country because I thought, how hard can that be? Well, mm -hmm. it took six months all day, every day to get someone to really talk to me, you know, which really surprised me. It was, that was really an eye opener for me. And um, finally, I connected with a woman, and she's our manufacturer now, and she she could not be better because she also understands that trouble's more than just a stuffed animal, mm -hmm. you know, if that makes sense, that he's, um, we call him an angel in disguise, that's right on his tag, because he's, you know, got a little spirit going on, and he's really comforting kids, so, um, yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey, so, because I, I knew nothing. And now you know everything, or well, close to it. <laughs> a lot I don't, there's still a lot I don't know, but people have been so kind along the way to really step up and, um, and help us out. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, when I say divinely inspired, I'm not kidding. Wow. Thanks. I mean, honestly, I can see the the motivation or the 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 appreciation of trouble because my daughter, my youngest daughter, who's eighteen now, had a build a bear that her sisters made when she was five years old. And whenever she was sick or anything, that build a bear was right there around her. And so everybody always has that favorite toy. So I exactly feel exactly yeah yeah. And you know, the kids talk to trouble and. Um, it's, it's really been um, magical for me, you know, to, to get the feedback from the kids and, or, or to have, and this has been since the beginning too, for kids to say, gee, Joey's in a wheelchair. Can you give him a trouble dog? Or Freddie, you know, is scared at night. A lot of kids, mm -hmm. have, we used to call them nightmares. Now they call them night terrors. Mm -hmm. And Trouble's turned a few of those around too. So, um yeah, it's it's all it's all good. So talk me through how the first time you've ever realized that it was going to make like when you got the the plush dog and you gave it to some kid and you saw the difference. Tell me what that felt like for you. Well, I can tell you a great story. Um, I for years I went down to Hasbro Children's Hospital and I would sell trouble in the lobby, you know, um, and met a lot of wonderful people that I'm still connected to down there. So one day a woman came and purchased a trouble dog and come to find out, you know, her granddaughter, um, you know, needed a little buddy. And that was, I want to say, well, that had to probably be 2007, 2008. And so I would get feedback every time I went from the grandmother saying she couldn't believe, and this was a trouble dog from China actually, that she couldn't believe how attached this little girl was and what a wonderful coping mechanism he was mm -hmm. and all of that. 
Then she came, the little girl came to visit me. Her name is Bella and she's just beautiful. And long story short, she still has troubled the dog. I just got a picture of him the other day. <laughs> he's a little, you know, sunken in, but he's still hanging in there. And her mom, whose name is Jen Farley, um, illustrated our third children's book. She and I talked about, you know, I knew she, I knew she was an artist and talked about the possibility of her illustrating a book. And that's exactly what, what she's done. And so it's the people you meet along the way, you know, become very, very important in the journey. And Jen has just been spectacular. So that was actually one of the questions I had, the story behind the illustrator, because I was reading that in the little book brief yeah. that you had. So yeah. that's kind of cool that it works out that way. Isn't it? And, you know, and she never illustrated a book before. And she works in, she's a paraprofessional in a Rhode Island school system. And she was telling her students, you know, that she might do this and she wasn't sure. And I think she was a little, you know, had a little trepidation and she said you know i'm not an illustrator and one of her students said to her mrs farley you're not an illustrator yet talking about the power of yet mm -hmm. you know so i i also um i have three women who who work with me um carrie schluter you know does our our creative and our website and all that melanie fleming does our pr Sue Byers, who keeps me in line, is our bookkeeper. And they, they're just spectacular. You know, they've gone above and beyond the call of duty and been so kind because they, too, see that it's more than just a business. You know, I can really say we're making a difference in the world. Wow. Now, I also read on the back of the, since we're talking about the connections, on the back, um, in the little bio thing, the why behind the canine bookshop and his real life partner. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, it's so interesting you bring this up because a wonderful thing just happened. Um, we have a foundation. Uh, we got so many requests for Trouble the Dog, you know, to go to different entities that we started a foundation called the Kennick Foundation, and we donate troubled dogs and books at our cost, you know, through donations too, to first responders um, and hosp children's hospitals like Shriners Children's Hospital. So through that work, um, we became connected to Officer Tom Hendrickson. Um, he was with the Hampton Police Department in Virginia. And he has a canine called Buckshot. And they have done phenomenal work. Buckshot happens to be not only a, a canine, you know, police dog, but also a therapy dog, which is a rare combination. So, and he's huge, he's just huge. So um, they've done, I could tell you story after story about them with children. So to the point where, I mean, Treble has his own office at the police department in Hampton, Virginia, thanks to Tom Hendrickson. So Darius, who was doing wonderful work with foster children, was mesmerized by the fact that Tom Hendrickson and Buckshot are characters in our latest children's book. Mm -hmm. And we did that 
as as an sort of to honor Tom for all the work that he's done, and also to let kids know, you know, that about how much police officers care for them, and you know, just the wonderful interactions, and that trouble could reach out to a police officer when he found mm -hmm. himself in a little bit of a jam in the book. So uh, I spoke with. Tom Hendrickson, and uh, I told him about Darius's fascination with the fact that he was in fact real, um, because trouble is also real to Darius. So just before um, speaking with you, Tom did a video, uh, which is on social media, and he gave a nice shout out to Darius with Buckshot in the car, Buckshot in trouble in the car. So yeah, it's really, Good people helping good people help kids is what it is. Wow, that's a, I'm I've almost got tears in my eyes because wow, who would have thought? Well, you would if if you were with me Sunday with Darius, you absolutely would have had tears in your eyes because we all did. And if you watch this video, which hopefully you'll have a chance to, you will also have tears in your eyes. So I'm I'm just so blessed. I I just can't begin to tell you how blessed I am. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be asking, where can you get the books? We only sell online. Um, we have a website. Actually, our website crashed right before the holidays. Um, but we do have a shop page that we put up, you know, just to sort of limp through. Um, so if people went to TroubleTheDog.com, they can order a Trouble or a book. Um, we put a bundle together, too, for the holidays um, that they will see at TroubleTheDog.com. And if someone wanted to have us deliver Trouble to a child in foster care, we can do that, too. Um, they can order the same way and just put, so there's no shipping or anything, they can just put, uh, what does it say? where they ask about shipping, they put local pickup. And then if they put in the name Darius, we'll know it's for, for a foster child and we'll deliver it. Oh, wow. Yep. So it's all good. And the next thing we're going to work on is turning trouble into a cartoon. He needs to be a cartoon because the kids, you know, it, it, where they talk to him and confide in him, Trouble can, he does already, get kids to open up, um, get kids to express their feelings, which is what our newest character Clarence does in the book. Mm -hmm. You know, kids can point to Clarence, who he's a reflection of Trouble's emotions, and let their parents know if they're angry or anxious or yeah. scared or whatever. So it's time for those characters to come alive. That's the next move. So where are the inspiration from the characters? Because I know in the book that I just read, um, there's hope. There's yes. You already said that Noni and the, the grandmother, which you already told us what their character is. Well, yep. So tell us a bit about the inspiration behind the characters. Well, the, the characters in the first book, um, Kendra and I worked on those characters. Um, we put a golden retriever in, you know, because I had three golden retrievers uh, in my lifetime. And we switched it up a little bit because this particular golden retriever named Roxy, she came from a puppy mill. So she's got a little attitude going on. Um, so Kendra and I talked that through. 
Um, Luigi, who was a rescue dog from Puerto Rico, he was a street, I mean, re, he was real, mm -hmm. a street dog from Puerto Rico. I used to bring him with me when I would go and read to the kids at school because they were just thrilled to know he was in the book. And he has a, uh, I guess you'd say, an inferiority complex because he's little and because he talks funny and, you know, the kids make fun of him because they can't understand his accent and all of that. Um, Hope was homeless. Um, I worked on the Hope book with Melanie Fleming, who's wonderful, who does our PR. And her mom actually did the illustrations on the second book, the Hope book. And Hope is, um, because she was homeless, she was found under a snowbank. And um, she has big blue eyes and long eyelashes. And she's sweet. And she, in this third book, actually helps trouble out. You know, she gets trouble to open up. Um, Clarence, I don't know how to describe... I thought of Clarence and I don't know how to describe how that happened. Clarence just sort of popped into my mind. And I worked with a woman who was very spiritual because I was describing to her what he was, but I couldn't picture him. I knew how he sounded. I knew he sounded sort of like a, he has sort of a deep booming broadcasting voice. I knew he was tiny, just like a little spark of light that would land on Trouble's nose. That I knew, but I couldn't picture him. And so she said, let me think about this. And she came back with some drawings that he's just like a little orb. You know, he's just like a little round light that lands on Trouble's nose and tries to, you know, head him off at the pass. So um, they've all come differently. But um, I think they're all meant to be, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love how you included um, different um, cultural groups because my husband's a native of Mexico. So I love that, that that's something that kids can look at and say, there's someone that they're being made fun of because they talk funny and they, that they can identify with them. I love that. Exactly. And, you know, and that just sort of was organic, um, you know, that, I mean, that's, I mean, Luigi was sort of a big dog in a little body, but um, yeah, he, he would obviously have a Spanish accent because he was from Puerto Rico and why he had an Italian name. I don't know. My niece just insisted on it. That's uh, she named her real dog. Excuse me, but it's all just sort of, come to us, you know, that, um, that, that this is the way that it's supposed to be. And the pups, they sort of represent um, an unusual family, you know, that still comes to the kitchen table, you know, the nonny's round table to talk about their, what's, what's going on in their day and, you know, what's happening and stuff like that. So that's why we feel a cartoon, um, it, it can be funny, you know, it can get the kids laughing and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it can get them to realize that, you know, it's okay to have feelings and it's okay to open up about those feelings. And I love how I reflect that not all families are the same too, you know, that everybody's different. I love that. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, and um, the prettiest one of all, 
I suppose, would be Roxy, the golden retriever. And she's the one, you know, she she has a tough time, too. She's very self-absorbed and she really doesn't understand why, you know, the other dogs might. She she has problems and she sort of created it because of because of her background. You know, it's not her fault, but it doesn't make her any more likable sometimes. Wow. So how involved is your niece in this now in the day to day? Uh, day to day, not so much. Um, but uh, I'm gonna, I'll give you another example. She uh, she sent me a message last week, I think it was, about a, a police department in Gloucester, Massachusetts, which is a fishing town not too too far from here. And they have a brand new comfort dog. Oh, he's beautiful. He's an English cream golden retriever named Ace, bred specifically to be able to comfort kids. So tomorrow, Kendra and I are bringing trouble down to deliver them to Ace and his human police officers. So, um, yeah, she's still involved. And wow. she actually, um, when we sat down right in my living room here to figure out the third book, I said, okay, let's talk. We knew we wanted to introduce Clarence. And I said, let's talk about the storyline and she didn't miss a beat and she said well i think this book trouble needs to get into trouble and i said oh what are you oh i didn't think i liked it so much mm -hmm. and she said you know he's always helping everybody else and i think it's time he gets into trouble so that's exactly what happened and so that officer tom has to come to the rescue <laughs> So yeah, kids know that it's normal to act up every once in a while, so they don't have to be perfect, especially if you're going into foster care. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we we receive amazing stories, um, you know, anonymously, of course, but we receive amazing stories about the fact that trouble is really uh, comforting kids in foster care. So, uh, and and I'm really grateful for that because because that's the mission, you know? I mean, I think about these kids who, they've been taken from their homes, uh, they're in a, a new home, and uh, when the lights go out at night, you know, we say when trouble comes, you're never alone, and that gives me peace to know that kids have trouble to, to hug, and, and trouble is a special, plush animal because you can't buy them in a store. It's not like you can walk into a store and see 10,000, you know, pink troubles or anything. So he's special. And and these kids are special too. So that that really gives me some peace. Are there any plans to maybe create some more dogs besides trouble to have as companions or well, we would love to, you know, we would love to um as a matter of fact, I'll share this with you. I have a, a wonderful buddy and her name is Alexis and she receives treatment at St. Jude uh, Hospital. And she has a trouble dog. Um, so when she has to have a, a, a scan or a procedure or whatever, um, she would take trouble with her. And every once in a while, she sends me a message and she wants to know, when are you going to make the girl, meaning hope? Mm -hmm. You know, when are we going to do the hope puppy? And um, we want to do it all. You know, we, we would love to be able to do them all. But, you know, on this journey, you know, financially, it's just one step at a time. And just, you know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I already know 
I already have the color of the material for hope. It's just a question of, you know, moving forward and getting that done. Because the minute we get hope done, you know, it's they're going to want Luigi. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we did try to do something with Clarence. Uh, we had a prototype for Clarence, but as of this minute, um, that's a little bit more of a challenge because each Clarence is a little bit, you know, all different colors and a different face and all of that. So, um, yeah, that, that will be down the road a little bit. Wow. Any plans for any more books, though? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. The books won't stop. But this, the third book, Troubles and Trouble, that we just launched that. I mean, I just got the first printing of that. So, and the other thing that makes me happy is that our buddy Darius, he needed to do a project for school expression, expressing his emotions. And he asked his mom to get him Clarence so he could point and let her know what was going on. And then he used Clarence for his school project to show them how he was feeling. So um, Clarence is pretty cool, kind of fresh, but cool. That's, I mean, this all sounds awesome. Um, my background originally, I was originally an elementary school teacher. So now this is oh. totally hitting my heart right now. Oh, okay. And okay. Yeah. Teaching these kids about emotions because a lot of kids are so caught up with anxiety, even those that are not in the foster system. They're oh, so exactly. anxious nowadays. They, they don't know how to feel their emotions. They're taught basically that, you know, they're all bottled up and they have to show their emotions. So I love this. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we brought years ago, we brought trouble to Newtown after that terrible tragedy. And we had about, I forget, like let's say a hundred trouble dogs books. And at the time we had trouble dog houses available too, which was sold out of right now. And so we set up the houses with a dog in each house and a book in each house. It was our first book at the time. And an actor read the story. I told the story of how trouble came to be. And, you know, the kids that were there, I mean, had had been affected by this tragedy. Newtown's such a small town, you know. So afterwards, we walked around the room and they were coloring the doghouse. You know, it's just like a white cardboard doghouse. And as I'm walking around the room, the children in different spots on the doghouse are writing, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I not watching each other, doing it independently of each other. And I said to them, who are you writing that to? Trouble the dog. So after that, parents would send me a note to say that at night they could hear their kids in their rooms talking to trouble, okay? They wouldn't talk to their parents but they would talk to trouble and then trouble allowed them to open the door to let their parents know what was going on. So he's a real um, coping mechanism for kids for sure. So, but they also have tea with them. So, you know, <laughs> they take him camping, you know, he's uh he goes to overnight camp and uh, yeah, he's, he's a very busy puppy. I'll tell you. <laughs> Pretty soon, um, you'll be seeing things like the Adventures of Trouble, like uh, flat troubles. You know how they have flat Stanley? Yes, yes, right. Kids take them all over the place. Well, I want to see that happen with with trouble. That's, you're that's a good, yeah, actually, that actually that's a good idea. Yeah, we might be able to do something like that. Yeah. 
because kids will send us pictures. You know, they're in a canoe with Trouble or they're at the beach. Trouble was dressed as an astronaut at Cape Canaveral or somewhere. So I never know what's going to pop up. But um, yeah, it's 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 all good. It's it's been a it's been a real journey, and it's almost like it's like I have a big foot in my back, you know, to to push me forward. And um, yeah, we've never lost momentum, and uh, it is always like your like yourself. And I'm grateful for this time with you. Um, always have someone step up to help us out. So thank you. Yeah, children, I'm a mom of three. My girls are a lot older. They're like 25 through 18 now. Um, but I could see so having trouble as one of their friends because, okay. yeah, they, they struggle a lot with a lot of stuff. So Exactly. And, you know, today with the pandemic, kids are really struggling, you know, learning from home, uh, not being able to be with their friends. It's a whole different ball game. So, yeah. Yeah, that is so true. Maybe parents need trouble too. Well, yeah, you know, we there are Marines that sleep with trouble, and that's a fact. I love that. You'd be surprised. Yep. There are a couple of retired police officers in Marblehead have trouble the dog. So um people people need something to hug. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. You know, and trouble is, I wish I could show him to you a little bit better. See the size? Uh-huh. You know, he's like, yeah, he's like um, 18 inches nose to tail and very, very soft. I don't know if you can get a look at the material. What am I doing here? Why don't you just hold it in front of you, right? Hold it in front of your face and see. Like hold this? Yeah, okay. there we go. There we go. Yep. See? He's so cute. He's cute and he's very well made. You know, it's like almost like he's handcraft. Well, not almost. He's handcrafted, and he has his tag. And um, this is the—I don't know if you can read it or not. His angel in disguise. Oh. You can't see it, maybe. But um, so he's unique. You know, I—I I don't think. You might correct me, but I don't believe that there are really many other plush animals that are made here in this country. And it's because it's expensive to do, you know. So we sell trouble for $39.95, and he really should be sold for more just because of the craftsmanship that goes into him, you know. Wow. But he's a keeper. So let's talk about the cartoon. Do you have... Um because obviously they're going to have to have voices. Do you have a celebrity that you would like to, a uh, dream celebrity that you would like to have as Trouble's voice? Well, you know, um, I haven't thought about a dream celebrity. That's a great idea. Um, I will tell you that we do have, uh, and this was great too. We have a young girl. She's now an RN in Marblehead. And she did the voice of Trouble. And it was pretty magical the way it came about. Um, she was recording and she tried, we were sitting around a table and she, this was years ago. And we tried a bunch of different voices and I knew, I knew what he needed to sound like. Um, he sounds almost like, um, like a eight or 10 year old little boy 
who would be from New York, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of talk. And she tried this, nope, nope, nope. And finally, the man who was taping, I'll never forget it, he took trouble and he put it right in front of her face and he said, talk like trouble would talk. And it came out of her. We were like, oh. <laughs> so, and I, I can send you a little clip of what it sounds like. Uh, we have a little bedtime story that we did years and years and years ago. Uh, and she did a great job. So um, I'll have to think about who the dream celebrity would be. I don't know. You know, may maybe she would still do it. And maybe the dream celebrity would be Clarence. I don't know. You never know. No, nope. but that's a good thought. I'm going to, I'm going to hang on to that thought. <laughs> so that also will get trouble out in front of more people too. If you have someone that's willing right. to work with you. Right. Exactly. So as I say, people have been so kind and for years people have said trouble needs to be a cartoon. Trouble needs to be a cartoon. And it's true, but he needs to be a cartoon with the right people. Yes. Do you know, it's got to be people with the right heart. Um, you know, they, they can certainly make money that there's no concern about that, but it's got to be not just for that. Yeah. You know, there's a depth to this character. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. So I know you're talking about <laughs> troubles books. Do you ever think about you might do a spinoff with some of the other characters? You know, we could, um, there's a lot there. There's a lot of content there. Um, yes, we, we certainly could. I think probably though, we'll stick with trouble for a while because we haven't, um, we haven't really developed, we could do, we could star Luigi in a book, for example, mm -hmm. and we could star Roxy in a book, for example. Um, and there is a, a, a character who, hasn't been really fleshed out yet, uh, but I, I know how she's going to be, who's a, um, a black show dog named Star, who's anxious, so her beautiful coat's falling out, mm -hmm. you know? So um, I think Trouble will probably always be the lead, but I think that we can highlight, you know, like we highlighted Hope. I think yeah. we can definitely, yeah, thank you. I think we can definitely do that. Yeah. Cause I just see it hitting more and more people, you know, exposing trouble to more and more people because yeah. you have your characters, you have hope who talks about always having hope, yes. trouble, you know, someone to show your feelings, Clarence, you know, show your emotions, everything. Yeah. So it would just, yeah. every kid could identify with at least one character in the thing. Exactly. Nope. You're right. You're right. So, and as I said, from the beginning, kids have wanted to get trouble to other kids. And I think that's, I think that's pretty remarkable, you know, um, and I don't think you can say that about a lot of children's characters. And it's because of the way that it was developed, I think, you know, that it was from the pure heart and desire of a child wanting to help other kids. And that's really uh, been kept alive through this entire thing. So. So when you started Trouble, did you think it was going to have the impact that he's had? You know, um, it's it's kind of funny when I think about it because the short answer is probably I didn't realize it was going to be quite this impactful, but I knew something 
big was going on because I never put it aside. You know, I never said, eh, okay, we did a coloring book, forget about it. I just always felt this push to keep, to continue. And um, that's a little bit inexplicable to me, but I, I never had a day, I haven't to this minute where I said, eh, you know, I'm done with this or, because it's, I mean, it's a lot. It, you know, I'm I'm going from like, I'm going seven in the morning till nine o'clock at night because there's just so much happening, but it's all good happening. You know, I've never been, I've been disappointed, but I've never been discouraged. Um, and I've never thought about quitting because I think this is what I'm meant to do. And I think that's why I never had kids because now I have a lot of kids. Wow. So you just put that all into perspective right there. Thank you. Yeah. And I never really thought it through. So thank you for having me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's really been pretty magical, exhausting, but magical too, you know? So it meant to be, I feel definitely meant to be. So is there anything that you want to share before we wrap up? I think the only thing I probably would want to share is that if people out there know a child who really needs a hug and some hope to, to consider sending them a troubled dog, because I will tell you, um, he, he's really, uh, he really works. You know, um, I, I'll give you an example. A woman who I don't really know reached out on social media. This is a while back from my town. And she said that her child was having terrible night terrors and she had tried everything and she didn't know what to do. So I felt the way she described it, you know, was tough. So I felt badly. So I reached out and I said that I would like to send her a trouble, which you know, I can't do too often because my book mm -hmm. just goes crazy. And anyway, she sent a message maybe two days later. And she said that, you know, he came down the next day, bright eyed and bushy tailed, holding trouble and said, trouble took my night terrors away. So that's why we call him an angel in disguise, you know, because he is. So uh, he's not a product. It's he's it's kind of like giving a little angel to a child. And I've never really said it exactly that strongly, but that's what it is. Wow. So. So everybody can go on troubledodog.com to yeah. find out more information. Yes. And if they have any questions, too, they can call me. You know, I mean, I'm I'm as near as your phone. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today because I love the story of Trouble the Dog. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. You've been a delight. It's been great. Thank you. And hopefully you won't get this much, a lot of snow this season. In well, we've already had some, you know. We've already had some snow. Yep. But And today it's freezing. It's maybe, uh, I think it's 32, but it's that damp 32, mm -hmm. you know. So, um it's okay. It's almost Christmas. It's okay. okay. So, you've done a great job. The questions have been great. I really appreciate it. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you.
Thank so, you. Guys. Tag me when it shows up and I'll share it all over the place. I sure will. And guys, we will see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye. Bye, Melissa. Y'all, I just love my area with Sheila. She's just an amazing person. And I'm really hoping that I can actually get some more characters with Trouble the Dog and help her to get Trouble the Dog into the cartoon um, character that she wants to do. Because I really can see Trouble being an amazing um, light for kids who are actually going through the foster care system. And I actually, when, she was, when, I, when I was talking to Sheila, I wasn't thinking about the interview that I did with Shelly and Kathy, which is the previous um, episode. If you've not listened to that, go back and listen. Um, listen to that one. And they're the ones, but they're involved with Disney and Frozen. But I actually was thinking about the interview that I did with Genevieve for the pajama program, which I think would be great. Um, it's just a great um opportunity for people that I've met to interact with each other. And it's really great. Um, I love the fact that I'm getting to meet some amazing people. I have some really great interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks, ending up season one, season two will start in January. And I just cannot wait for that um, to come back. Um, I've also learned a few tricks or trades that I think is going to be really cool that I can actually um, produce more podcasts so that you guys can hear more content and I can actually not drain myself. Um, so sometimes these podcasts will be, will be timed out where there's, they'll, I'll still be doing two a week, but I made batch podcasts instead of doing two, two podcasts a week. They're like one, you know, one each day. I may do a batch, like I record six episodes in one day, and then I have the rest of the week free, starting to work smarter, not harder. So guys, I really appreciate everything that you've done to make season one so successful, and I can't wait to see what season two brings. I have so many amazing, like I said, interviews set up, and you know what I need you to do is I really need you to rate or review this podcast to let people know and to let Apple know that it's a quality podcast and it's a podcast that touches not only on lives of everyday people, but lives of people who are making a difference in this world, whether it's through sharing their story of their mental illness, sharing their story of creating a dog, trouble the dog like Sheila did, or writing about the loss of a child. I mean, there's so many different things and so many different programs out there that I'm just floored that these people are allowing me to share their stories because that's what it is. It's sharing their stories. It's sitting down and chatting with them and having a conversation with them that, and just listening to them and letting them talk. So I really appreciate everything that you guys do. And I hope you have a great holiday season. I have um, two more podcasts coming up for the rest of the year. And then we'll start in season two, which I'm so thankful for. And you know what I need you to do? That's right. Start chatting with each other.